In today's episode, we spoke about street valleys, filling in your bud, and PTs being fully it. Welcome to episode 50. So, is, is it 50? Well, that comes after 49. Comes after 49. Welcome to episode 50 wow. of the No Rep Podcast. I'm with the usual Big Joe Green <laughs> Big Joe. and Big Papa Ev. Papa Ev. Papa. How are we doing, Papa Ev? Papa I... fucking Ev. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, Thank well you. done. He's had sex. I had sex. First it was, time. It was the First best. First time in it worked. 30 seconds of. <laughs> I was really good for that 30 seconds. But yes, to uh, uh, fill in the viewers. Yeah, but <laughs> I was going to make the joke and I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yep, I'm having a baby. <laughs> June, November, the 28th or something. Uh, yeah, I do know. I'm just going to drop sorry, that Amanda, in later. I'm sorry, Amanda. I love you. And, uh, she doesn't watch podcasts anyway. So <laughs> just love. Never, never let her hear that. <laughs> yes, having a baby. Really excited. Joining That's the cool. dad club. Dad club. Fucking go, Matt. Uh, uh, Uncle uh, Dad, you'll always be anti Dad. I know. You'll you literally always be anti Dad. But you have to be girl, man. Team girl, girl Dad Club. Yeah, Girl Dad Club. So you didn't know until you were you were having a girl until when? When was it? you? You did a big review. We done that, uh, like kind of just a wee family gender reveal type thing. Yeah. Um, and so only I've only known for like two weeks, but we've known like we didn't. We let the world know on mm-hmm. Instagram, um, as you do, mm-hmm. uh, 20 weeks, just because mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure everything was like cushy, um, which is fair. Do you know what I mean? But we've, mm-hmm. um, we've known we were pregnant for like a lot of We were literally just chatting about this. Um, so when we went and we went on holiday, this is a struggle, I'll tell you the story. So we went on holiday, right? Went to, went to um, Morocco. And me and me and Amanda get a bit carried away one night, right? Obviously, as you do, right? That's that's what ha- that's what happens. Um, and then basically, oh, like I'm so mature because we're kids. Uh, at the first opportunity when um, <laughs> when, when we, no, no, when when we got back and stuff, she took a test because like my period and whatever. Um, and then you can actually we've uploaded it. Well, she uploaded a video that she's been curating for weeks. It was actually really good. Like, loads of people messaged me saying, uh, like. I'm crying. I've like, actually got a picture, a picture, right? Sorry, jump in. I have a picture and I actually meant to send you this. It's just popped into my head right there. But when Amanda posted that video, I have a picture of Katie and floods of tears. <laughs> floods oh, of tears. Watching, so watching that video. She was genuinely crying. Oh, I know. See if anyone video. wants to do a baby review video, just ask Amanda. Like yeah, she was trying to do a video or something. Fun, yeah. But yeah, so you can see in the video, came down the stairs and then I was a fucking I was shocked but um it was actually the video the video was cropped because it's the morning and uh you was naked <laughs> and I was naked <laughs> no but literally came down the stairs at like six in the morning oh, fucking hell but yeah baby girl November That's amazing man I'm so fucking, happy for you I it took me a wee while to like because obviously it wasn't planned mm. took me a wee while to be like thought this is I'm gonna be a dad cool because babies were never like really particularly on my agenda yeah. I just wanted loads just of cats, cats cats and money Mate, right. see the it's funny right because katie was crying for two reasons watching that video crying because obviously like the delightful news then also crying that she didn't really get much of that same moment that sh- that used guys had because mm-hmm. when she told me she had there was a couple of times previous like oh i think i'm pregnant and it didn't happen the whole cries will situation and uh that one time she's like jordan i'm pregnant 
And then this, I was in bed, that early morning type vibe again. Mm -hmm. I just looked at her and I just fucking rolled and I just went back <laughs> straight up. I just ignored her. Oh, and, she, and, then, and, then she went, and then she was fucking funny with me the rest of the day. I was like, what was up with her? And uh, she was like, ah, Jordan, do you, you realize what's happening here? And I'm like, what? She's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, all right. Total denial. Like, didn't even be like, oh, like, are you sure? Or whatever. Just complete denial. It was only until I was sat with the hang with the jelly on her and all that. <laughs> and you seen the wee. Boom, 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 boom. It's that wee frog. The wee frog there. And I'm boom, like, boom, ah, boom, boom, boom. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be there. What's Why is that, that there? What's oh, that? And is it a boy? <laughs> <laughs> what a disappointment. <laughs> but uh, I'm, see, now having a girl. Mm hmm. I think I only want girls. I don't think I don't think I want boys. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that it's a girl. And I said that to you as well. I was like, I hope it's a girl. Yeah. So the Hattie and future baby. Future baby. That I'm sure you've got plenty of names for organized. Oh, uh, I don't even want to talk about the names. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like I'm um, so like, I like the kind of Gaelic names, Scots Gaelic, Irish Gaelic, Heritage, all that. I think they're really cool. And I like the name I like the name Una. Right. right. This, yeah. Like also like, like Una from the Saturdays, right? Mm -hmm. But not named after her. Hot. And um Hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is. She, she actually is. She actually is. But uh, Amanda said to me, "No, we're not calling her Una. Not calling her fucking Una." And I was like, "Why are we not calling her Una? Mm. Because the kids in school say Una, Una, chicken, Buna. We're not calling." <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, "I said what? literally no kid uh, in primary school is going to put that together. No, like at all. No, but th there's a bit of friction mm. with names, and because like, Amanda's um, family's from Iran." So they, obviously she's got the kind of Persian heritage. So my mum being my mum is, oh my God, Persian names, Persian names. And she's like fucking all on the internet. And she's like, Evan, Evan, why don't we call her like Masmadula? And I'm like, mum, Masmadula. I'm not Mountain. calling my kid Masmadula, but it means sapphire. Aye. I don't care if it means sapphire. <laughs> Lo lovely, na lovely name, but I'm pretty sure we can get to Buna for that as well. So there is a bit of friction. There's a couple that we're kind of semi decided on. Mm. but um, That how must did, be so difficult, man. Aye. Um, you, how did you just come up with I've told you this. You have told me. I think, I, I think I remember. So we were. She was saying a bunch of names and I was saying a bunch of names and I, and in all honesty, I didn't really think of any girl names. Like I'd always thought of like boy names. This is my daughter, like, Barry. I, if I had a kid, I was always thinking like of just boy names. Um, so then I never really thought of girl names. I was thinking of them. I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't really like any. And she was, any that I did like, I would say. And then she'd be like, oh no, I've got like a, a Masmadula in my class <laughs> fuck, and they're a fucking pain in the ass because she's a teacher. So any oh, name mentioned, they obviously relate it back yeah, to a kid that I... they've taught or currently teach. So that fucking think about any kids that these teachers deal with. So that was a nightmare. But we were just randomly watching a movie. Uh, we were watching, fuck, what's it called again? Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> That's a good movie, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck you laughing at Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul laughing at the van. We were watching Hobbs and Shaw, right? And I don't even know why. This is why my daughter, Hobbs. I, I don't even know why I was watching it. And then Hobbs or Shaw, whatever one's Jason Statham, his sister is called Hattie in the film. And then we just like looked at each other and I went, I went, do you like that name? She was like, do you like that name? I, went, I really like that name. I think that name's cool. And then she's like, Fuck it. And then we never really said, like, we'll call her Hattie. It just was, like, decided. This is high. But it's from the most random, shit, weird movie. Do you know, that's like, so like, yeah. We are having the the argument about, not the argument about just now, but it's, like, what the surname is going to be. So it's obviously going to be, like, I, would, I just assumed it would be whatever we Obviously, call her. Yeah. Middleton. Yeah. And then Amanda's like, no, no. Like, Houston, Middleton. <sighs> and I'm like, ah, but... 
But why she will until we're married? <laughs> Does she want a double barrel? Does she want a double barrel? Well, I said. Like, Let me tell you how I got out of this. Uh, so did you have the same conversation? Mm. So this is we obviously had Hattie before we were engaged, right? Yeah. Hoping none of them listen to this. <laughs> we we put <laughs> McMillan as the middle name. So Hattie's middle name is McMillan. Yeah. Mm. Right, but then obviously she's just Hattie Green on Aye. everything. So, so who actually? Way, uh, she she also got. Her way. Yeah. Who the fuck cares about middle names Nabdy. anyway? Nabdy. Nabdy cares, mate. Nabdy, Nabdy yeah. fucking cares, mate. Nabdy. Um, you seen that clip? Shogun on James English. Nabdy fucking cares, mate. Yeah, I have actually. Uh-huh. Anyway, so Nabdy fucking cares, right? Nope. So I was like, fucking stick in the middle name. Keep him happy. I did say, though, that it's if clever. I ever had a boy, I would want his uh, middle name to be... It's like Cowboy Cerrone. I want his middle name to be Danger. To be danger, danger Cow- green. Cow- Cowboy Cerrone's son is called whatever. Danger no, Cerrone. No, that is. No, it Google it right now. Danger green. So his middle name is going to be danger. My, I always quite see if I had a boy. I always quite fancied calling my kid Evan, so I could call him Junior. I like that. I like that. I quite like. Where's Junior? Junior. I, like, I like that. I like, like that. Yeah, I like that. Junior. But yeah, that, 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 that was that was a no. Was it? That was a no. <laughs> You're not calling it Evan. Oh, uh, well, obviously, keep, you keep the names to. Oh, I told you about the story in my old work mm-hmm. about when someone told me that they were going to name somebody. Remember, Evan? I oh, yes. Said, you did. Yeah, there's, there's... I'm not going to rehash the story, but basically. Make it up, but make it different. No, I can't, man, because it's, it's too obvious. But basically, there was a guy that I used to work with who was having a baby, and then everyone was like, Oh, have you thought of names? And he said, We're going to call them. Masmadula, right? And I went, Oh, I knew a Masmadula. And I went, What was he like? And then it turned out the guy was like, I don't know, whatever. So I said it. I said who the guy was. Wasn't wasn't that he wasn't a nice guy, it's just that it was a, a big story about him. Same first and second name, though. This was the thing. Oh. Right? So it was like exact same name. And he was like, Oh, some of that. Why did I say that? And then uh, they end up calling their, their son that name. Masmadula. The person that fucking... Shit. Yeah, it was obviously, weird. I'll tell you off air. Obviously, didn't he annoy them then enough? Oh, that bro. would have stuck in my fucking I head, mean, man. The thing, his face changed and the office went quiet. And I was like, bro, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But I fucking hated that. Oh, you should not have said anyway, that. So, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Don't care. Um, anyway. By, by the way, Dow Boy Caroni, his son's called Daxon. Daxon Danger. Daxon Danger, Cerrone. I'm, all, I'm yeah. also really against like American names, like overly American names, like Hudson. See, I, I've know I like the name for, for a boy. Hudson Middleton. You know what I like the name for a boy? It's quite nice. Jackson with a with an X. X. I like Jacks. That's cool. No, no, thank you. Sorry, sorry if your child's called Hudson. I do, I do apologise, but it's a terrible name. My cousin. It's called Hudson. Is it actually Jordan's? Jordan's be Hudson. Hudson. Well. I'm He's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm he is. Sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> this, is, this, is my, this is my opinion. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. So, anyway, so big congrats and a big cheers mm-hmm. to Sir Evan Middleton. Here we go, man. Father. Dilly dilly. We're all grown up boys, eh? I know, I feel yeah. like an adult. What are we here to do? We're, we're doing a podcast. Apparently we're doing sure podcast. We've got fitness to talk about or something like is that. that. Yeah. Um, there's What's a lot happening in the world, you know? Apart from Evan becoming Papa. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so, recently in Scotland, the act has been—I don't know if you would call it—it's not been passed, but it's been put forward uh, to decriminalise drugs in Scotland. And I mean, obviously that's big for a number of reasons. But 
Uh, it basically means that the possession of drugs is basically legal, but the I take it probably within a certain, a certain like degree, and a certain amount. But obviously, <laughs> this ten kilos of cocaine is like personal. Your room is just packed with weed. Kilo, kiloed up in the fucking the back of the micro man. Right. Uh, so the, obviously the possession sound, um, but basically, I'll wish your thoughts on it. But basically, I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail. It's to allow for people to um, kind of be treated and supported because a lot of the time, obviously people can maybe be kind of scared to go forward for help because they're like, what I'm doing is illegal mm-hmm. and it can put people off maybe reaching out for the help that they need with their drug addiction or whatever. Um, so that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on it? Or... <sighs> I think... Wait, what's, your, what's your thoughts? I'm not for it. No? Nah. Well, really? Nah. How so? Because... Jail them all? Jail a lot of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Just, this is my gut instinct, right? My gut reaction is, and again, I've not looked into this a bunch, and I'm sure plenty of people will have um, differences of opinion, and that's obviously absolutely fine. But just Matt, on the off chance, I'm like, I don't know if I'm sound with that. But see, the thing is, right? Here's a point whether it's uh, decriminalized or not, I do believe that it will still be the same people that would still probably carry drugs on them anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. whether it's criminalized or decriminalized whatever i think it's still going to be the same people that use them same people that carry them same people whatever i just don't really think that i think for potential younger people the fact that if it is decriminalized then it's seen as not that bad and then if it's seen as not that bad is that a gateway for more people to do them who would otherwise potentially not have question mark mm-hmm. not an expert just my thoughts mm-hmm it's a great yeah, point, man. Do you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you, to be quite honest. But it's, it's one of those things. Like, I told a story on here, like, um, I don't know how many episodes ago, but I was basically back when I was, was a while ago when I was training like uh, people in person, and I was training, I was training with guys like sixteen or no, something. Yeah. He, was, he was still in school, right? And then I got to know him, and I got to know him, I got to know him. Then I started selling him drugs, not that. <laughs> 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 I became his dealer. No, uh, but basically, just kind of off the cuff, said ah, I was on. He said something like, oh, I was on the Ching like at the weekend. I was like, you've not even got pubes yet, wee man. Like, Wild. but the, the the kind of point I'm making is it's. I was becoming, well, I think probably a lot more of an issue with younger people, fucking young folk and all mm-hmm, that. Exactly. Like, see when I see when I was sixteen, I was probably just stopped using Pokemon cards. Yeah. And now they're fucking doing lines. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe not quite. No, I mean, do, do you know what I mean? Oh, right. No, but the no, thing is, right. no, I mean, I'm 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 I mean, I mean, I stopped Pokemon cards earlier. Like, this, is, this, is, this is the point. This well, is what I mean. Sure you did. Oh shit. Um, mate, I think you're right as well. I think that it's happening younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that I think that people just follow the um, the kind of generation after them. So f- for like for us, the people that were in front of us or whatever were just like bams getting fucking mad with it in the park. Mm-hmm. Like right, we'll do that then. Um, and then now that we started doing that a wee bit younger, then people younger than us started mm-hmm. doing that. But then as people early started doing that, they also maybe started taking yeah. drugs. So then the other younger people started, and then it's just fucking before you know it, man, you're going to have nine months. I was naive enough to think, hi. I was naive enough to think, like, oh, when I get to 30, whatever, people probably won't be like we were back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I'm so fucking surprised that it's no went. Do you know like, what? There is obviously still an element of people you can see them like, eh. Uh, 
staying in school a lot longer. That's obviously good. People are arguing through, but mm-hmm. it's still it's them that are still into it. See the thing it's is, people right? have got a bit of brain behind them. I think that an important point to make is that whether people want to criminalise drugs or decriminalise drugs, I think they uh-huh. both get the same goal of less drugs being taken by people or less deaths caused by, by drugs. taking drugs. Yeah, I think the goal's the same. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It freaks me out because people get so like uptight if you have a difference in opinion. But if the goal's the same, it's like politicians. You get fucking one side and then you get the other side. We want to help the people by doing this. We want to help the people by doing this. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to fucking help people. But like they've just got a different way or a different goal of doing it. Now politics yeah. is obviously a little bit different because uh, there's so many fucking different avenues about it. But with the whole decriminalizing of drugs is that I think they're doing, I'm, I'm sure, again, I might, I'm an expert on this fucking topic, but they're probably doing that because they want less people to die from taking drugs less people to be arrested and be in jail mm-hmm. for taking drugs like these sorts of things i think that's what people want as less drugs on the streets yeah. fundamentally yeah 100 so if, this, to be if right. this is if it's safe it's getting worse <clears throat> currently doing what we're currently doing and it's getting worse then maybe something like that might change it well they look at amsterdam right so they they'd obviously they, they're like they've decriminalized it right hence why and you can, you can also sit we well, get into a shop and buy fucking weed and mushrooms and Aye, the rest you can't of it. Really, you can't I don't know if but I don't know if you can be selling it about the street do you know what I mean no, but, like, but it's, still de- it's definitely decriminalised if you can buy it and take it I'm assuming just like cafes yeah. and stuff like that like, yeah. Yeah. You walk about I don't know about anything else though so mushrooms and that I know or, or, or shrooms uh, truffles sorry I know you can yeah continue, you can continue. anyway continue. so sorry, sorry. Um, so they've got clinics that um, you can go in if you've got an addiction but you can actually get clean drugs from the clinics to aid your addiction. But it's kind of there and encourage people to get in and then they're surrounded with doctors and people that are there to help them. The support. So it's almost like I come in and it's trying to then give them the support here. and help. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, know I don't think they minister it like that. I feel like they Do you know what? We watched uh, on so. Channel 4. There's... Um, the guy's a bit wanky, to be quite honest, but it's it's a show called Sixty Days, Sixty Days on the Estate or Sixty Days on the on the Scheme. And it's based at this guy, and um, he's like a survivalist, and uh, and he spends <laughs> like. <laughs> I've got a picture of like fucking Bear Grylls going to Castle Milk. All right, I'm going to try here for four days in Castle Milk. Drink my own piss. Aye. <laughs> uh, but basically, he goes into like, a scheme in uh, Birmingham for twenty days just to see what it's like actually like Fuckin with hell. like people how they live and all that. And uh, he does one in London, I think, but he also does one in Easterhouse, right? And oh uh, yeah, it's actually such a good watch. Why, why the fuck have I not heard of this? I mean, I I was literally just browsing on like four OD or whatever it is now, uh, and it's a great watch. It's capped. It's captivating, right? But he goes in and he basically like, um, he just asks people like, "Can I stay with you for a couple of days?" Just like fucking junkies and all that, mm-hmm. and it's eye opening. Like one of the, one of the guys, like, I feel so sorry for the for the bloke that he stayed with, and I feel sorry for them all. But in uh, an Easter house, and like, he's been in methadone for fifteen years and all that stuff, but. So what I was kind of the kind of point I was making was see obviously like and again I don't know I don't know enough about it like I've had folk in my family that have been had troubles with heroin and all that shit so is is methadone not what's supposed to try and get you off of heroin? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Basically, right? then what ends up happening? 
but they're on it for 15 years. Yeah. So see if you're on it for 15 years, that would suggest to me that it's probably not working. He's still on like a high dose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of thinking like, right, if that's probably not the only case of that, uh-huh. what's like, Why else? What, what, what are they going to fucking do? Like, how can... Oh, well, mate, this is... So... I used to work in a pharmacy where, obviously, mm. well, it was up at Greenhouse Pharmacy, right enough. Mm-hmm. So there was plenty of people coming in for the prescription of methadone on the daily. and But then they would also try and come in later on that day by Sulpidine, mm-hmm. by Cocodamol, by whatever, by this, by that. The good shit. On top of like whatever, and you had to like fucking shoo them away and be like, no, you need to come back in again. Do you know, later what, and, do like, you know what the problem is just now apparently to, according to that uh, that show, street blues. Mm. Oh, aye. So street valleys. Oh, aye. Which are like doctored Valium. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fucking... Yeah, I didn't rat. even know that was a thing. Yep, they're lacing it with stuff. People dying in prisons and stuff like that. Right? Um, so my my stance on it is, is that I'm for it. I'm for the decriminalisation. Yeah, because um, it it is going to make it the the support's going to be then enhanced, and there's going to be more money put behind the support for people that have good drug problems, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess they'll feel less ashamed or less scared to come forward. So for that, it, as you're saying, George, it's going to help people. It's going to hopefully stop deaths. Do you know what I mean? People coming mm-hmm. off early and stuff. So for that reason, I'm like for it. Um, but then, you know, then I look at kind of America, right? And this is like, a, this is a kind of view I've gotten it is America decriminalized, then America made it legal to buy, right? So that you can go and fucking... Yeah, get weed and all that and you can get a lot more stuff right but obviously the decriminalization part is what i'm talking about you've obviously that kind of started and it was all good but look at america the now look at this some of the states in america like ohio washington places new philadelphia, york I saw a video, philadelphia mate, fucking wild. you've got fucking zombies walking about like literally hanging over each other and all the rest of it and over the it's last like five years it's got maybe just a paisley shots fired man it's got 10 times worse right i don't know the numbers i should have probably looked into the numbers and the stats but it has got a lot worse there is a huge problem in america now. so you're almost looking at it like is some countries going to be very accepting of that and it will help or are some countries just fucking doomed and like mm-hmm. if you aid in a way is it going to make it worse don't know. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's fucking. It's a, it's a point in these like, Aye. You, 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 they don't know to try. Aye. But I mean, if I could sit in a cafe, smoke weed, and take truffles, I'd date in a heartbeat. So, <laughs> like, if you want to start by decriminalise it and then make it legal, fair play. I think, I think, it, uh, under. I think know, it depends what's, what's then. Know, I'm looking at a pros and cons list right now, right? And then it says list of pros and cons of decriminalisation, right? And I, I don't know if I fully agree with some of the pros that they're saying for decriminalization so one of them right and this is the big one so i've looked at multiple lists as you were just talking there and it says one of them's like it changes the stigma or it changes how society views people i don't think it does mm. it doesn't matter if something's legal or not maybe like, not now still... maybe not now but maybe in the future no maybe mm, you know like what they, as what time goes on decriminalized i know what you're gonna say racism what do you think i was gonna say I thought you were going to go to something else. No, but if they decriminalise racism, would you view someone differently whether it was legal or illegal if they were being racist? No, you'd still think, oh, that person's being racist. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone was taking drugs or not taking drugs, whether it was decriminalised, no, if someone was taking drugs, whether it was decriminalised or criminalised, you wouldn't be like, the person's on drugs. 
Like, so if somebody was fucking off their nut on meth running up and down the street, you'd be like, oh, that's fine, it's legal. Yeah, it's it's legal fuck. now, it's Man, okay. Fuck me, there's some meth head running up and <laughs> down the street. He's like, there's a dragon chasing me. Ah. Exactly, right? It's, you mean, fucking, it's fine. Ma- that doesn't matter. I think that's a crock of shite. Um, it allows the criminal justice system to focus on what it does best. That's another thing. What's that? What, put bad guys in I jail? I know, I would like... Protect I, I know, so majority, majority of bad guys right? in so Scotland they go to jail are fucking drug dealers, right? Exactly. Like, so the decriminalisation of drugs, there's a lot of drug dealers in jail. Do they get jailed, but the people that take it are fine? Yeah. Do, the, do you need to sort out the jails so, first? But someone needs to... So someone needs to... It's a fucking if, hotel. If, if decriminalisation of drugs... If they want to decriminalise drugs, right? It's okay to take them, but it's not okay to sell them. I think so. Yeah. Possession is fine. Mm-hmm. Personal Personal it's fine. And there'll probably be a limit of how much you can have on you if you're like, Kitty Doopy bags. Ah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's mine, for man. Me. It's, it's for me. I don't know. Like, then I feel like there's just more grey area. Potentially. Uh, there always will be. There always will be, surely. You know I mean? So I just, yeah. I don't know. And again, I'm not. Again, my gut reaction was that I'm against it. I don't know if I'm against it. I just don't know if it's the right move mm-hmm. to make, yeah. potentially. I, I can see. I can, if they do it, if they do it in the the way where Amsterdam's obviously got the drop-ins and got the places that you can go to and help is readily just right there available. So in Scotland, they've got needle exchanges. I just Google Aye, right but they don't, have, they don't have like the actual drugs. There may be. Also, another point, so this is a good point, actually, is that decriminalisation isn't the same as legalisation. No. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a, there's a difference between the two, which I'm yeah. just thinking. Legalisation is like... It's fine. Uh-huh. There's a cafe just popping up now selling yeah. meth. Yeah, well, it's a meth well, cafe. I don't know what it was selling. <laughs> I guess there's probably so. What would they then need to do, Paul? You might know better than they've seen America. It's even they, they legalized. Well, some states legalized it. Did they? Did they change? The yeah. Did they change? Aye, but did they change the class of cannabis? Uh, no. No, they just kept it. Portugal done this, and they reduced. There you go. Is that That's right? Wow. That's, so, oh, there you go. So then so Paul, maybe, maybe it is the thing that needs to happen yeah, so in order Paul, for a change to But then also, this is my kind of thoughts on that, is I don't think the people in the UK would behave the same as people elsewhere. I know that's a ve- that's a sweeping generalisation. I think you're correct. As I, say, I, think, I, think I, think, can... I think, see, if like the world was a nursery, the UK and America would be in timeout mm-hmm. because people... Inherently, can't behave. See if you were to just like go like <laughs> so su- super D- narrow D- it down, yeah. right? <laughs> to, to super narrow it down. We can't even buy bevy before ten o'clock. Mental, no. right? Can't drink the football. Just Glasgow, can he? Yeah, yeah. Just Glasgow can't. can't buy bevy before ten o'clock. Can't even. Yes, can't even buy it at mm-hmm. the football. Mm-hmm. Got a Premier League game down south. Yeah, you can have fucking have. Do, you, who do you know? Do you know? So like, is it the right thing for us? Because we're not fucking. Well, we, we, well, we, do you know we're the we're the drug we're the cocaine capital? In no. Europe, no. Do oh, you know? Bollocks. That you see, see, see that. in normal that. times, you can't drink in the street in Glasgow, right? Mm-hmm. But between six o'clock on New Year's Eve and eleven o'clock in the morning on New Year's Day, you're allowed to in oh. the bylaw. Oh, that's London. Is that right? mm-hmm. Yep. So there you right? go. Know your bylaws. Yeah. No, sorry, not cocaine. London is, but so still UK, right? We're still, mm-hmm. but uh, this is actually. This is off topic, but it's, <laughs> um, it's antidepressants. 
Oh, we 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 are like. Do you, know, do you remember we used to we used to wear very uh, far from <laughs> Glasgow was the the stab capital of the world or something. Uh, Folk used to wear that as a badge no, of honour. Was holiday. it not? Was it not? Telling somebody that no, we're the we're the uh, stab capital of fucking of the uh, world. But was it not also genuinely in the same year made the happiest place in, <laughs> in Europe <laughs> to live by somewhere <laughs> or something like that? Happy I mean. stabbing. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I'll stab you, but I'll fucking phone the ambulance for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Do you know what? This is actually a good segue into what we kind of want to talk about today. Which what? which was? Not quite antidepressants and stuff. No, that was just But Mahid. we wanted to chat about um, the coaches, I suppose, people not living authentically. Here's the thing, right? Quickly before we move on to that. Mm-hmm. How about we, we make the drugs legal, we sell them in shops... Right, tax them heavily, tax me less. Boom. I actually was going to make a point when we we're chatting about it. Like, I, th- I think t- tax Joe less. Tax just me, just Joe. Less. See, like I think I think they're missing <laughs> <Tax> a beat <laughs> because, <laughs> because think think about it, see. Obviously, like I think you get well, not good drugs and bad drugs, but I think greens less. Mate, there was boys less. getting fucking blazed up just two seconds ago Outside, before he came in. Eh? And he was drinking a large can of Red Bull, which I think is a bit uh, nancy. Uh, if you're drinking, if you're drinking full sugar, mate, it's <laughs> just... it was before ten a.m. <laughs> he's fucking lighting up massive dubby, big pint can Aye. of fucking Red Aye. Bull. Do you know what a big can of monster? Do you know what tops it off? Big can of Red Bull. It's the same thing, I know. It, it's, it's different, but it's, no, it's different. Do you know what tops it off? He was wearing working gear, <laughs> so he's either. <laughs> Dave's on his bathroom the room, or he's got to day on his bathroom the room. Like, yeah. I fucking like fully. It, man. I can't. Right, anyway, right, what I was what I was trying to say there was like green. There's loads of folk that do green and mm. all that. Amsterdam, they've got a big market for it. Yep. The UK government ton of actual benefits. Ton, yep. like, ton. probably missing a massive beat. Well, even even like on the subject of methadone, mm-hmm. you were talking about it, Ev. Uh, to to help people come off a of heroin, right? Like this research now on psychoactive drugs and, and psilocybin and uh, mushrooms on helping people come off a of heroin, it's been proven to be so much more effective than fucking methadone. You are mushroom Maholland. So I've never took them, but I'm dying to take them. <laughs> I'm dying to go to Amsterdam just for an experience. Paul, do you want to go to Amsterdam? <laughs> I don't want to repeat that, go. but aye. Go. Yeah. so aye. Uh, but yes, sorry, right? On, right, on, right. On, anyway. on to our segue. So we were kind of chatting about drug um, daft. <laughs> we weren't actually chatting about coaches doing drugs then, but we're just kind of chatting about people maybe not practicing what they preach mm-hmm. and stuff to their clients, not living authentically. And what's your kind of thoughts surrounding that with people in our industry? I think that the more potentially successful a coach is the more that they are potentially living up to what they ultimately sell mm-hmm. i think I agree do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like if someone's a living embodiment of their brand so to say just fucking shove that mic in my throat there mm-hmm. a living embodiment of their brand so to say then you're gonna buy into that a wee bit more so to zoom out a wee bit, know how um, the brand represent that yep. George Heaton, yep. and he's basically like the mission is to like live the brand, be the brand. He's fucking all about like feel the brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It. Almost love maybe maybe on the the fucking far end of that spectrum, yeah. like yeah. like he's in, that's him. I have a fucking brand. tattoo on, or like getting like really really into it. But then part of me like kind of likes that because you know exactly like he is what he wears. He wears what he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it just fucking all works. So like. 
Like if you buy into him, you buy into the clothes he wears and, and the, the shit that he sells. Mm -hmm. Which I actually have a thoughts on. Aye. Whereas like for someone Which like are. who's potentially I'll a PT, who's, you know, fucking, if all they're doing is bragging about making sure that you're disciplined, making sure that you're routined, making sure you have a morning routine, making sure that you have fucking this dialed in, that dialed in, but they're <laughs> out buying lunch every day because they don't prep, they're fucking staying up late and um, sleeping in, they're fucking not training hard every single day, they're out getting buried, but they're telling everyone else this fucking facade. Aye. I think that's when it becomes a little bit wrong. Aye, I agree, mate. I, I, in my 20s, I was... Which was 40 years ago. 40 years ago, right? Bevying, obviously, at the weekend all the time. Chinese Sundays, hundreds of sweets to go over my hangover, lying about my, like a bag of shit. But then I would get into my business, my clients all week, and I'd be like, how's your weekend? And I'm talking about them to get results, and they tell me, and I'm like, oh, maybe like change that at the weekend and do that at the weekend when I fucking know fine well. So like, I remember <laughs> trying to encourage them to be better at weekends and be better, and it was so difficult for me to actually have a conversation with them because I was just making stuff up yeah i was just like i think this is probably a better way of doing it i think because i fucking don't do it and then obviously so I, i'm top like put myself under the bus here do you know what i mean like no i wasn't living authentically but i would say jordan's nail on the head man like you you look at kind of coaches and you look at the success in them and you can almost like start to see their clients and them mm -hmm. a lot a lot of the time and you can actually start to see that with jordan i think you can definitely like i think jordan's bought a great a great thing again line and you can see that in and clients like it has these are all similar mm. you could all go out and probably have a coffee and sit and talk about the same stuff and like, you know what i mean like, well, I, all... I found it a lot easier because beforehand when i first started being a pt i was like the usual thing help people build muscle lose weight but even though i was trying to do one of them i wasn't trying to do the other so I, even at that end yeah. of the spectrum i found it still kind of somewhat difficult to like I had no gumpeth to be like, oh, here's how to fucking build your triceps. I should not really care that much. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Here's how to build your calves. I don't have any. So like, who am I to tell you? you? Don't. <laughs> who am I to tell you how to build calves? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's Aye. just, it's just even, so to, to speak at that end of the spirit, it doesn't, but whereas now, if I help people, my whole shtick is that I help people get better at CrossFit. Yeah. And the reason why I can help people do that is because I've helped myself do it mm -hmm. and I've helped others. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like it's it's just easy for me now. Mm -hmm. I don't have to put on this fucking hat of being like, let me help you. Uh, here's why it's here's why it's so thin, uh, like disingenuous at times. Because if I was to teach you how to make it to the CrossFit Games, I wouldn't be able to do that because I have not done it and I've not taken anyone else through that. So then it'd be false for me to then advertise that it'd be inauthentic so, inauthentic. That, so, that, so like you have maybe potential coaches doing like prep like oh let me get you prepped for a photo shoot or prepped for a bodybuilding show and they've maybe even only done one or they haven't done any or they've done one and it's failed mm. and i'm like are you the best person to handle the job so this is a so this is a question so this this is a question then right like talking about do you need to look the part or do you need to have walk to walk to be able to help or be the or, or to be the best coach, right? I think you need you, you need to have evidence. Yeah. That, that's that's you, you need to you need to, have to, you need to either have well, been it be yourself there. or someone else. Yeah, you need to have been there authentically mm -hmm. yourself, or you need to have led people to the place, yeah. like wh whatever the goal is. Yeah, and I think that's really really important. And see, what you were I was going to say the exact same thing about kind of what Jordan's doing again line and stuff. It's see when people live and breathe the shit that they do mm -hmm. their program or whatever it is that they, they're mm -hmm. selling changes from a program 
into a movement. Yeah. And when something's a movement, it's powerful. It's tangible. See any kind of really high performing coach on the internet that does live and breathe their shit. See all their clients, they do turn into little versions mm-hmm. of the coach mm-hmm. because they're, they're emulating their behaviors. Yeah. You can you can tell somebody do this shit, right? And that's fine. But see when people actually start emulating behaviors and start thinking like or oh, what would what would Evan do? How would Evan act in this situation? How of would course, Jordan aye. act in this situation? And then you you start to recognise things as well. Like people, are, it's the conversations you start to have. This is what you you realise when you're being authentic to uh, who you say you are. You have conversations. People are clients. People aren't clients. And it's amazing when they say stuff, and you're like, fucking hell, people are watching mm-hmm. what you're doing, and you kind of forget, and they, they maybe bring something up, and you're like, aye, uh, and then you can talk about it. People start asking you questions on stuff that you're doing that they're maybe, they didn't maybe give an interest in initially. I've seen that with clients, running especially, like people who didn't have an interest in it when they first joined up. And then I start getting asked questions maybe about about just like running and stuff for that. This year's not been a great year for running for me, but obviously they know I love it and they know I enjoy it. So then I start getting questions about maybe like running. Mm-hmm. But weekends has, has been the biggest one. Like uh, the amount of people that are fine to open up and this has only happened in the last year and a half, two years for me, where they because I'm sharing my experiences of weekends and bevy and, and all the rest of it. People are coming to me and saying, they want to try and cut back and they want to try and uh, change how they're acting at weekends. And I'm getting that all the time. I'm getting that for clients. I'm getting that for so, uh, just people on social media. And I think it's amazing, but it's because I I, I don't I don't get pushed every weekend. I day drink zeros. I day like control what I'm zero, doing. Zero, zero, like, zero, zero. Well, do you know why I say zero zeros, right? And I want to touch on it. The Guinness <laughs> that I was drinking said zero zero. zero point zero. And then Heineken it, says zero point zero. zero and it completely yeah. flung me for saying zero <laughs> is zero point zero. And it was not after the video. I was like zero zero. And then Maester Mars 0.0. 0, zero Guinness, by, zero Guinness is decent, by the do way. Do you rate it? Aye. I've still actually not it's had It's good, and you can it. get drafts, supposedly, as well. Well, do you know what the draft is? No. Basically, they get the can, oh, put it in a thing, oh, and then they fucking thing it right? out of the, right? the can thing. But there's a there's a, there's a a segment here, this is what I was trying to find when you were, were chatting there, but it's called the, the Solomon Paradox. Oh, wow. Solomon good Paradox. Already. Right? So basically, King Solomon, back in the day, don't know when don't ask me google it and um, but he was renowned for basically giving like amazing advice to people right he any problem that you had he could fix it however his life even though he was a king was a shambles like cheated all the time was bad with money was fucking bad with his health like had all these fucking problems himself but was the yoda of fixing people and giving people help and giving people information and i think that lots of if not every and we have all maybe potentially been there at some stage mm-hmm. i've had a bit of the solomon paradox going on mm-hmm. where we can give fucking shit hot advice but we are unable to apply the shit hot advice we give often or receive in our own lives mm-hmm. and i think that it's always a million times easier to give advice rather than to take it and accept it and, and build on it because you're looking at it if i was to give you advice i'm not looking at your situation emotionally it's just, you know what I mean? it's just it's just like point a to point b to point c whereas like you're like oh well i've got the fucking cats to feed and amanda's pregnant and then this and then that and then fucking so you you then have all these things you could tell me the exact same thing and you could get me from point a to point b to point c but i'm like fuck i've got fucking katie to feed and i've got fucking you know whatever kick the neighbor's cat like all that yeah. all this shit right so I think that humans in general 
And I think it's hyperinflated from PTs that they're able to give advice so easily, but they're unable to actually do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see fucking every PT these days talking about how they need to train to failure, train to this, train to that, train to fa- train to failure. That's what the fucking PTs have got hard on about these days, mm-hmm. right? It was morning routines last week. Now it's training to failure this week. <laughs> show me your workout show me failure show me your workout Mm -hmm. guarantee you maybe got failure maybe close to Mm -hmm. once in that fucking one hour session guarantee you don't do it all the time Mm -hmm. but yeah make a wee post about it if you want man fucking fair dinkums crack on do your thing it's just people seeing posts though and thinking I'm going to make a post everyone is a little bit Solomon do you think that your coach should be in shape I think they should be in shape for what they sell. So like, if I was to teach you how how to clean and jerk, but I can't clean and jerk, that's false. If I was to tell you how to get a six pack and I haven't had or have or close to having a six pack, I get a little bit disingenuous. Now there's, I think there's gray areas though. I think there's, I think that's the, it's goal dependent mm-hmm. because uh, you can get like a 65 year old weightlifting coach who like can't stand up without struggling, but he might be a fucking a really, but he knows really, the good, shit. A really, yeah. really, really good coach. He's and maybe he might have been done a champ it, at like one Rick point. Flair, but wrestling. And he might, yeah, <laughs> I, like he might have done it like way back in the day. He's broken his shit, uh, right? But you know he's the don. But uh, I, be- I believe that. Um, <laughs> that was his, what? That was his thing again. Woo! Rick Flair. Yeah. 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 So I thought he said that I seen a video of him the other day. And he was, was on like, Rogan. Was was he? Uh... I was like, ladies, you ain't gonna be first, but you sure as hell can be next. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking shagger, man. Oh, Continue. Man. What I was saying was I think you need to have a little bit. Yes, I think so to a certain a certain degree. There was um a, a coach. Do you know like I agree with you. I think you need to be in alignment with what you sell. I think yeah. fundamentally. It's like a it's like a if you went to a dentist and had shite teeth, yeah. <laughs> you feel I'm not fucking mine off yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> same with barber and the hair's off fucked, but for fuck's sake. It's it's the fucking, it's the poster. It's the cover of the book. Don't yeah. judge a book by a cover. Every cunt's going to do it. Totally. Does. Everyone's going to do it. Do you, know, do you know what I hate as well? And it like, this is just my opinion. I hate people hiding behind strong man or powerlifting just to be fat as fuck, a big fucking blob. <laughs> right, which, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Like, don't get like do what you want. But I think people, from my experience, and I'm thinking about a couple of people that I know. Mm-hmm. Right, they'll say, "Well, I don't have the discipline to actually cut my body fat stuff. So what can I do? Well, I could probably do powerlifting and all that, and that gives me that gives me an excuse." to kind of stay as I am. Because I'm doing strongman. I mean, I but if I want to teach people for that, then no, but the thing is, like, say if you do genuinely want to, but the thing is, right, see, they might do. don't be a shite fat loss coach and then go and be a shite powerlifting coach. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you can be fat as fuck if you want and be, like, really good at powerlifting, really good at uh, strongman or a really good coach, but don't be a shite fucking Zumba instructor to be a shite muscle building instructor. That's a weird thing. <laughs> so what are you? I'm a muscle building instructor, man. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Like, <laughs> to then be a fucking uh, shite. Just don't be shite. Mm-hmm. Just be mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I a, think is the the what I'm trying to say. Aye. But I, I still, I think it does come back to your your proof of work. Yeah, I think as long as you've got that, it doesn't really matter what position you're in. But to get to that, 
you probably need to have done it yourself somewhat mm. first I, to then get the people I maybe could, on board or is it like you get the people on board could it maybe be by fluke one time do you know what I mean like let's say a coach right never be a, a crossfit coach and never been to the games but one of these athletes real good prospect and he coaches them the same way he's been coaching other people and that one person mm. gets to the games then that coach probably going to be in a very good position to then start coaching people that are a higher caliber that are close to maybe getting to the games yeah it's like here's we did this with evan aye, this is what we did right? get me or do you want aye. to come along for the ride aye. even though that person's not necessarily been there so i think yeah, I have been to the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've but you, 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 you touched on a point a wee bit ago, and you were saying about like you, you like not teaching somebody to clean and jerk if you don't know how to clean and jerk. That's like I've, for the last year now. This is August. I started CrossFit right a year ago. Just waiting for Evan to say something. In uh, I've not heard you mention it like, <laughs> right. a year ago. I've not once like on my social media done a post about here's how to clean the jerk here's how to snatch here's how to buff i've not d- posted anything to nothing at all just stuck to the stuff that i know that i've done and i'm very good at and i can i can help my clients with and that and that's the way it should be but i feel like there's probably so many people that get a wee bit of flavor a wee bit of taste for it and i'm like i'm going to start teaching people how to clean yeah. jerk. i've that's seen it now. i'm not going to call coaches i've seen it happening right now and i'm like you're you're not even a fucking CrossFit coach. I mean, how many You've fucking how many Hyrox specialists have you got oh, out there? And they've fucking they've went to it one afternoon out the fucking at the Hydro, and then all of a sudden fucking selling Hyrox programs. Yeah, and all that. specialists in that, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. like what? It's just staying in your lane on it. Kinda, kinda. I think you you need to respect your scope of practice. Like, oh. there's a there's a smart way of saying me now. Oh. I mean, Jordan said, yeah. Do, 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 Say that again. You need to respect your scope of practice. Bars me. Yeah, it, every week. <laughs> I show up every week. I'm dragging you two along. Like, <laughs> my, my back's sore for carrying you. Right. So this has been the No Rep Podcast. We're going to finish in a high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, not, you, we can't say it now. It's better than that. that. But you you do like, yeah, like I, I I wouldn't coach people how to powerlift. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't coach people how to prep for a bodybuilding no. show and Jared Jordan right. says when he takes on how to get and I also I definitely I definitely wouldn't do somebody's teeth because mm. I'm not a dentist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know my shit yeah. stick to your lane do the thing like but it's just what folk do like yeah. they start get they get I think people get obsessed with the new thing that they're interested in mm-hmm. and then oh yes I can now do this right so this this like, is that's bang on but see, and I think about as an early day coach that's what happens do you know what's, it's people what people as well do, I think so funny like so see when somebody starts doing crossfit for example right they then start training all their clients crossfit and because they just don't know how to differentiate they don't know how to serve <laughs> the person <laughs> what the person needs to be served with more just what's easy for me but they i want people to yeah. be doing rather mm-hmm. than what do they need to be doing yeah because mm-hmm. th- th- this is exactly the thing they're literally teaching or coaching people because that's the shit that they do not the thing that the person needs mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but i've been you know? i've done that in the past like, you're, mm-hmm. like, you probably all have uh, so, sandra mother of four who's 50 Let's do a bodybuilding split. Aye. You're going to do a chest day. Aye, doing chest and tries a day, darling. Yeah, tr- chest and tries. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Right, I'll tan you, we'll get you stayed. You, you, you like, can you feel that your chest? Can you feel, like, yeah. can you feel that your chest? 15 sets of fucking and, chest. Aye. 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 We're going to do German volume saying the day that Sandra. We're going to put the cuffs on your elbows, Sandra. We're going to so you can feel the chest. Aye. Get that to fuck. Aye. Get it to bend. If you take your pre-bucket, you take your creatine, Sandra. Sandra's on the beta. She's tingling on that. Why is my face? Yeah, you'd be fine. Just the bees. Ten, ten minutes. <laughs> the fuck, man. Uh, I, but then I think that you potentially see this. You see this a lot from people who are early on starting out as coaches because they do. They are need. 
They need to find their path. They need to find their Absolutely way. Right. And the generic thing is, if you're a personal trainer, you start off with teaching people how to build muscle and lose fat. That is what, that's that's what you do. That's day one. Generally, yep. That's what you are. You help people do that because generally that's what most of the population want or need, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit more muscle, a little bit less fucking gelatinous titties, right? <laughs> gelatinous titties. <laughs> that's, that's, what they, that's what they need. And then I think that over time, you're just waiting to find your voice mm-hmm. and find your feet and find what you're interested in. And then you sort of find your way into that kind of you know, niche of people. A really good bit of advice for any coach out there is that a lot of people don't have the awareness to actually know what they need. So when you're marketing and when you're telling people, meet them where they're at. So if somebody thinks they need to lose weight, but in reality, you know they need to do X, Y, Z, meet them where they're at. And then when they're in your program, give them what they need. Mm-hmm. So you're meeting them where they're at. And when they're in- I used to do this, right? You're giving them what they need. So like back in my early days, when people were like, oh, I really want to lose a lot of a lot of fat around my, around my stomach. I'm like, right, we'll see at the end, right? You know what we'll do? blast the abs for five minutes at the end right so you do all the things that they need throughout the session and at the end they leave with what they think they need or what they want it's like a burning sensation in their core because they're they're losing all that and i'm like do you know what see at the end just fucking smart i really want like like just more definition on my try and i see the end five minutes i try it doesn't matter how many times you tell them or not how many times they've no, heard it no. does not matter mm-hmm. doesn't matter but then the thing is if they leave feeling like they're <laughs> getting what they they need even though yeah. we spent an hour fucking squatting and fucking doing leg extensions leg curls to try and whatever i don't know just speaking generally here and it's like let's just fucking do really target the lower abs here some yeah. hanging leg raises just to burn off that flutter kicks yeah like, do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and just fucking like be on your way and everybody, everybody's happy because mm-hmm. you know they're getting closer to their goal and they've left feeling a little bit yeah closer to where they want to be but then i think so coaches at the start though this is another thing as well is that when they're kind of first first getting into it and then they're trying to post all this stuff on social media i think that when they're trying to teach people how to do things when they've not taught enough people how to do them yet does that make sense Mm -hmm. so like if i'd helped one person with a bodybuilding prep and then it's like now starting my bodybuilding prep series blah 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 and it just it's not real i think people need to do more things before and then talk about the things that they're doing rather than the things that they can accomplish Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean so like rather than like creating all this new shit just documenting the stuff that you're currently doing Mm -hmm. i think that's what coaches should be doing at the start Mm -hmm. and it's something that i wish i did at the start was just like documenting like here's my training, here's this person's training, here's that person's training. Because people are super, super interested in that. People are nosy at the end of the day. Like, the things that get the most views is like, you think about the UFC, for example, the embedded, the embedded series, doesn't matter who's 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 fighting, nine episodes long, couple of million views on a five minute video, just to see them landing in the airport, mm-hmm. a wee conversation, them hitting pads, everybody's fucking curious to see what's happening behind the closed doors mm-hmm. so like if you take that into your own business and you see like well here's what i'm doing with this journey or not here's how i'm building out the program you're documenting the shit that you're doing rather than trying to be like here's here's a here's how to train to failure mm-hmm. you don't need this to talk like about that gary v always talks about it document rather than create yeah and which is that what he says yeah, document rather than create bit. which is basically it we definitely need more posts on creating though that's for sure i've not seen any anyway because uh, i always think that like do you take it before you train or do you take it after you train or do you take it in the morning i, I really I, I need i need more definitely more ass shots too 
There is Jordan from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Glutes green. I'm working on the glutes and hammies. Damn. Yeah, I should do. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Like, damn. Except, boy. Damn, boy. Well, look, look at that ass. You look at my ass all the time, or you see me? Both. I actually see both. Oh, right, okay. Because I've got. I've actually my lower back goes straight into my hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got no fucking glutes, right? Amanda makes fun of it, right? You know, look at ten of your asses. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's my genetics. Lower back goes straight into my it does hamstrings. lower back straight into hamstrings. Mate, you can build that. I don't, I, I I don't care what. I'm going to. Do you know? I'm going to train my glutes and I'm going to release a booty builder blast. There you go. There's one bum. glute session. There's one glute session. Evan's glute. Hey game. girls, join Peach Club with Ev. <laughs> I, you be need to take a picture where you're standing, then take another picture, pose a bit, and make it look more more gluty, more gluty. Like a shelf. Aye. I seen one Aye. of them today, and it was a bird being like, everybody has a bikini body. I suppose she's in phenomenal shape. She's pulling her down her thing a wee bit, and she's fucking squeezing in her tits, and she's like that. Right, and then she does another one where she's not doing that, but she actually looks the same. Everyone has a bikini body. Shut it! Yeah, fucking boots. Right, you wouldn't be doing that if you were fucking a size twenty, would you? No, you wouldn't. You'd be wearing uh, the, one of the fucking ponchos instead. Do you know I'm actually I'm actually so fucking I get I say at least every three episodes I'm so against posts like that, like fucking cunts that are ripped to shit. Mm-hmm. Or and they'll do the beat on my phone. So I'd love, I'd, lo- I'd that. love, we're all the same. I would love if somebody just took the pictures, Belly posted them without the need for talking about the picture. Post the picture and talk about something else. If you, if you, if you want to be that inclusive with the full body and everything, post it and talk about something else. Don't even mention it. I bet they can They have to bring fact. There has to be all post that to talk about. Everybody has a bikini body. Rather than just do you know, do you know post else? it and talk like, about something else. Do you know what else I find a little bit odd? Right now, people get butt hurt about saying how social media is just a highlight reel. It's just a highlight reel. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's blah blah blah. It's just it's curated perfection and like mm-hmm. anything that MD posts on Instagram is like edited and tweaked within an inch of its life. Right? Why do people get upset by that? Because anything that's out there in history is like tweaked and edited to perfection you read a book there's not a single spell mistake in there if there is that mm-hmm. fuck's went wrong right you go to a movie every single cutscene is perfect you don't have shit in the background <laughs> it's it's fucking it's, that's how it's meant to be yeah. in school you do work if it's wrong you fucking mark down for it right everything it's kind of that's the way it's meant to be an artist paints a picture it's not gonna have fucking fingerprints and all that all over it it is gonna generally be but, not perfect but good so why is it that if you make a highlight reel or a thing on instagram that it's seen as a negative thing because it's on social media i think it's the whole world in general is designed that way 100 percent. but i think it i think it's more like is it it's fine posting your best bits right but i think it's then coming to the fact that the edited images that are edited images that are out there are like edited changed yeah. mm-hmm. so it's actual skewing people's that's perception a di- that's, a mean? Different, that's a different that's a different kettle of fish yeah that's a different kettle of fish and the thing is man let's not lie there's plenty <laughs> birds out there that have and still do brutally manipulate their pictures i mean warp wardrobes and all sorts to get the to get the fucking body image that they want. I do it, so I've got a set of glutes. I've seen nah, mad I've shit. I've seen you there. <laughs> I've seen like I've had stuff sent in my group chat, like birds that they'll be standing on a night out, and like they'll be standing in front of a door, and the doors are us. 
right? Doors all fucked. <laughs> and you're like, hey, how can you not see that? No, but you see, you see also how as well. How can you not see that? And like, you're po- like that, yeah, that is, that's fucked. It's fucked. But that's then, fucked. I suppose the question, this could be another whole fucking episode is like, why do people feel the need, the need to do that? Yes, do you know what I mean? that could like, be another episode. Grow up. <laughs> Straight up, grow up. Grow up. It's not that, it's not that big a deal. What is worse is seeing a warped door behind you than mm-hmm. seeing you carrying yeah. a little bit more sugar. Because then people, Do you know what I mean? People are going to blame my program. Because <laughs> then people are, going to, sort it. people are going to blame the fucking joiner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up there. Anyway, this, this has been episode 50 of the Road podcast. Episode 50, boys. Yeah, a bit of a milestone. Yeah. As a milestone. Evan, fucking hell, halfway to honour. But, eh. Uh, do you know I said that one instead of Jordan? No, it was him that oh, me, wasn't it? Yeah, that's fine. You anyway, before you go, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Share the show. <sighs> Everything else as well. So, <laughs> uh, co- comment, comment, comment on YouTube video, your favourite part. Can I not hate that one? Um, just, share, just, just share the show and I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Love Goodbye. you. Bye. Happy 50th.